And it's Geekiest Show Ever, number 10. I'm Tim Robertson. And this week, because David Cohen had to uh, go on a business trip, um, we had to replace him. He's not him. here. He's not here. <laughs> so uh, between uh, myself and Guy Searle, we invited Owen Rubin in, and uh, Owen's joining us once again for the Geekiest Show Ever. Hey, Owen. Hi there. So you were talking about earlier um, a guy who's not an iPhone user, and you were actually out looking for an iPhone. Oh, yeah, I started to tell you that story, didn't I? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I don't have an iPhone because, not because I don't want one, but because um, they don't work at my house. I, I live, I can see da- the downtown Oakland and San Francisco from my house, but I don't get any coverage here. So I've just sort of said, okay, I can't have one. So I've renewed my Sprint phone, the only thing that works where I live. But um, I don't know, maybe three, four weeks ago, I had a friend over and his iPhone 3G rang. And he started talking. He had a whole conversation. He turned it off. And he says, yeah, I got 3G coverage here. And it worked great. So I'm like, oh, now I've got no more excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one's gone. So, But I went I went to shop it. And it's just giving me sticker shock. It's not the cost of the phone. Because, you know, even even 199 or 299 for the new GS is not prohibitive for a new phone. I haven't bought one in quite some time. I'm still using my Trio. But it'll cost me like $45 a month more than I'm paying now. And as you go through the website for AT&T, little things start to bother me. If you get any other phone from AT&T, the all-in-one data plan includes SMS messages. Yep. If you get the iPhone, it doesn't include them. Well, we don't know that yet. They haven't made it clear one way or another whether SMS... Well, they don't offer it yet either. They don't offer it well, yet, but I, well, I, the, you know, I think the website, they're scared. On honestly. the website, it says... Um, complete data plan, $30, SMS messages, and they have all these different prices for the number of SMS. It's like $5 for $200 and $10 for $500. But they break it out. Why? Isn't it just... It's data. It's it's a hot point for me because SMS messages use no bandwidth. They fit in the holes on the network between voices and on, on in the data channels, and they just fill up holes with it. It doesn't cost them any extra bandwidth. But and if they know that they can get more, they're yeah. going to. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. They know and they can the, charge more because the iPhone users generally have a little bit more money. They're a little bit more sophisticated. We could charge. Yeah. So, so, you know, I have an iPod Touch, and I just think it's the most amazing gadget in the world. And I could see immediately after playing with this for, you know, all of 15, 20 minutes, why people would want an iPhone. The, the minute I get out of wireless range, I kind of go, gee, it'd be nice if this was still on. Yep. Um, so so I, get, I get why you want one, but I, I'm just having heartburn, especially since I'm not making a lot of income right now, over the fact that it'll cost me about 40 bucks more. It costs me 40 bucks more a month to get less minutes each month. Yeah, but, that, part, that's, that, but that's with the data plan, though, isn't it? Well, you can't, you can't get it without a data plan. So well, of course. AT&T it says, wouldn't make any know, sense to have one without a data plan. Well, that kind of happened to me um, over the weekend. So last week, um, anybody who listens to this show that also listens to the MyMac podcast knows that I went out and I finally updated my first-generation iPhone to an iPhone 3GS, 32 gigs, blah, 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 blah. And you love it, right? Oh, yeah, I really do. Yeah. <laughs> so I went out, I got the phone, and I told my wife, why don't you use my first-generation iPhone, which is in you know perfect condition. Um, it's a great phone. It's still better than every other cell phone other than the new iPhones out there. 
And she's like, uh, it's kind of confusing, and I don't really, you know, I don't want to. So I said, okay. Well, the thing is, her iPod busted like a year ago. Oh. And she's always complaining that she doesn't have an iPhone or an, a, uh, an iPod in the car to listen to on the way to and from work. And I said, well, you know, the iPhone is an iPod. You can just plug it right into the Harman Kardon Drive Plus Play in the car. <coughs> Excuse me. And it will charge it. So, you know, your, your phone will always have a nice charge on it. Right. And you can listen to music. And you don't actually have to look at the iPod just like you did with, you know, with, with the iPod. You don't have to look at the iPhone. You just look at the little screen that's up on the dash. That's part of the Harman Kardon Drive Plus Play. And so finally, uh, last week... Wait, wait, Thursday, wait, what is this gadget? I have uh, to know about it's, this. It's, if you go up to MyMac.com and do a search for Harman Kardon Drive Plus Play, and the plus is an actual plus sign, not the word plus, two, uh, it's a uh, three-piece system, plugs into your cigarette lighter. Uh, it has a little control knob that you can stick anywhere you want. It's wireless. And then it has a little, I think it's a three-inch LCD, color LCD. Yeah, it's like you, a blue color, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you could change the color, actually. Oh, and you okay, can cool. stick that wherever you want that to be. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's a really great solution for iPod listening in the car, so you don't have to take your eyes off the road. I put mine... I had it right up on top of the dash. Uh, I've actually moved it down a little bit, so it's not you know so noticeable from a parking lot and someone's smashing my my window thinking it's a GPS. So the, I see one piece plugs into the cigarette lighter. Yep, and then, and then and the other one is just a stand that holds your iPod. No, there's no stand that holds the iPod. What's the little round thing? That's the that's, control that's what control is. That's what controls it. So you can go oh. forward, back, up, down. And where um, do you put that? You you put that anywhere you want. It's wireless. Okay. I I've got it. mine right next to. Well, in the Honda, it's right next to the shift knob, um, and. Uh, in the minivan, it's kind of kind of up on the dash where your pop holders are. But didn't so you I have three- didn't you have something that was like on your steering wheel for a while? Yeah, I tried I it ha- there I and it didn't that. work. It, I didn't like it there. Yeah, because I think when I when I went to Michigan for the hundredth podcast, that that's where you had it. Yeah, and it just doesn't work good right there, so I moved it. And that was a See, different car entirely. I have, a, I have a Kensington that does like this without the display that has a piece that straps around the wheel and gives you all the controls right. Right, your thumbs. Right, which I really but, like, and that's nice. But I want the the. I want to be able to see what I'm doing, especially if I'm going through my podcast directory. And oh, I want I to like change. This yeah. A lot. Now, so, where does the iPod go? I mean, where does the iPod or iPhone go? Wherever you want. It's just a docking plug, a cable that you plug into uh, the bottom. It's not compatible with the new iPhone. It won't charge it, but it will still read it as an iPod, and you could control the iPod just like you can anything else. There's no price up here, Tim. Uh, two forty nine. Okay. So, this anyways, is, that's almost as much as the uh, iPhone was. Yeah, I I didn't pay for it. <laughs> it's well, doesn't doesn't, doesn't the car have a an aux in jack? It well no yes um, I replaced the original radio though. Oh. Okay. And the aux in is what how the audio gets from the drive plus play into the radio. Okay. Right. So it sounds much better. Oh. Um, it, I, I, I really use it for the convenience of controlling my iPod or my iPhone without having to look down at it. It's it's right oh, there on me, my that's, hand. That's, I, we, I just drove back from L.A. yesterday with my iPod plugged into my center console so we could listen to music. And then my wife would say, what song is that? And, you know, you're doing 75 down the freeway, and you got to open the center console and kind of look in at yeah, your iPhone. Right. 
Bad idea. <laughs> yeah, very bad idea. With with the dry plus play, it's just right there in your dash. It's like, oh, it's cool. red hot chili peppers. <laughs> you know, it's actually if someone would incorporate this into a G- MP, I mean, a, a GPS navigation system. Well, well, you know, there Ford I know has you know they're using the Microsoft Sync system. Um, yeah, but it doesn't. And work. I know, no, it doesn't. Uh, sync as in it, as in it goes underwater. Yeah, yeah sync. Well, no, that's what that's 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 what it's called. I mean, I've I've I got the, the Ford Flex and it's got the the lower end unit. It doesn't have the big LCD display because I wasn't willing to pay another two grand for that. And it and, still wouldn't work. Well, a hey, hey, guy, guy. Yeah. Come yeah. on, let's let's show the let's let the listeners hear how it works. Go ahead, I'll I'll be the sink. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> Play Red Hot Chili Peppers. Please repeat. <laughs> or it'd be more like, did you say flush magic? No, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> did you say? And then we say something else. <laughs> say one for Red Hot Chili Peppers, and, and that's the part that kills me. Is usually the first choice is the, the one, one I that, want. Yeah. Right, but it's got to go through like four choices before it'll. You know, and I'm sitting there going, "Yes, one, one. I want one. I want one. <laughs> Say two for the Beatles. Say three for something yes, completely it, it different." It has to fit. It has to finish yeah. asking. It, That's right. And if I could just say, you know, stop, stop. You got it right the first time. No, I don't have it right the first time. Well, you if know, I had it right I the first the time. We wouldn't be going through this right now. Well, you know, when you said if you could uh, combine it with a uh, navigation system. Right. Well, you're, it will be the navigation system soon. At least the iP- iPhone will be. Well, yeah. will anything that shows on the iPod s- display show up on this display? Uh, only no. f- as far as the iPod is, yes. Now he's not well, talking about the sync. He's talking about the drive plus play. I'm talking about the drive plus play. So yes. if I have a, if, can I? Does it actually show me my iPod? So if, if I have Google Maps on my iPhone, does it show up on this? Display? No, no, no. Just the iPod stuff. Uh, just the iPod stuff. Yep. See, so the ne- the next version of this has to be to output the whole display. My understanding is it's not selling very well. I think they number one they haven't advertised it really well. Uh, like, for pricey. instance, like you, I mean, you know, you're thinking, well, this is exactly what I would love to have, but you didn't even know about it. This product, right? This product's been out for three, four years. The first generation yeah. was a monochrome display; didn't show album artwork, um, but I loved it, and it wasn't okay, wireless. That was that was so, the one so you Tim, had when I was there. Yes, that was the one. Tim, I, had. I have to admit, I should know about because I should have read your review. <laughs> right, or if you did, it's been so long ago, you probably forgot about it. I don't. Re- no, I just don't remember this going by. I usually read your reviews, and I don't remember. I, this d- one I, I don't know if I actually wrote a review on this one. Um, yeah, three twelve oh eight. Yeah. Okay, but I also did it's a hard, video hard, review hard, of the original one, and it works hey, great. You, I love it. You did review this. I did, I did huh. a video review of the ver- first generation. So anyways, um, we've got two of these systems, one in the minivan and one in the Honda. Now, originally, the Honda was my car because I was driving back and forth to Detroit every day, and that's why I got the Drive Plus Play 2 in there. And then we switched because now she's driving it. Um, to another city and back every day, and I'm not, and I need the minivan, but I still wanted that system in my car, and I couldn't justify pulling it out of the car she's driving because she wouldn't have none of that. So I got another one for the minivan. So she doesn't have an iPod that works, and uh, she was hesitant to pick up the iPhone. So finally she agreed last Thursday, a week week ago when we're recording this show, that she'd go ahead and get the iPod the uh, iPhone and this was on a Thursday night. So I 
excuse me, I called AT&T and they said, simply pull out the SIM card out of her phone, put it in the iPhone, plug it into the computer and iTunes will activate it. No problem. So that's exactly what I did. And it went through the whole process and it says, um, it's going to take a while to activate your phone. Well, by the morning, it still wasn't working. Now she doesn't have a telephone or cell phone or anything to take with her to work. She's not happy. It's not working. I finally call. Go ahead. Did moving the sim moving the sim should have made the other one just work, right? Nope, didn't work. So uh, I call AT and T. Long story short, they couldn't help me. They couldn't figure out anything why it was work why it wasn't working anything. Right. Uh, I had to take it up to uh, the, the actual AT and T store. They gave me a new sim, and then it worked within five seconds. I mean, it was boom done. Okay, so there was so, the sim was damaged, right? Well, it, it just it, I think it's a piracy feature myself, but whatever. Yeah. So, uh, and the guy at at the AT and T store said, "Yeah, they tell you to do that, but it doesn't actually work." I was like, "Oh, that's nice. Maybe <laughs> somebody should talk to the people on the phone and let Abdul know that this isn't working right." This was the whole reason they put Sims in the first place, so they wouldn't have to be bothered by people coming into the store. Yep. They just gave me another a new SIM card, and here you go. You're gonna have to take it home and do it there, and blah 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 blah. And I mean, you it, lost it was all nothing the contacts, to it. But I guess you didn't care at that point. Right? No, it was, all the contacts are on the iPhone. It has oh, nothing to do with the SIM sync. card. Never mind. Yeah. Right. So uh, I get her up and running, and it's and it's Friday, right? She's happy. It, it only costs us an extra twenty bucks a month because she has to have the data plan, right? And uh, wait a minute, your data plan cost you twenty dollars. Well, this is not a three G phone though. Oh. It's the original. Ah. Uh, uh, and so okay. it only costs twenty bucks. So uh, she's happy. Well, wait. If that had been a three G, would it would it have cost more? Yeah, it cost thirty yep. bucks. Uh, okay. But. And the sad well, part is they don't offer 3G within a 50-mile radius of my house. And yet I still have to pay the extra price for the 3G yeah, network that I can't. Because you might use 3G. Yeah, eventually, maybe. So, uh... Yeah, AT&T's official answer was, well, we, you know, we could be adding that cell site to your area at any time. Right, and it's like, okay, great. How about you start charging me the extra money then? Yeah, I'll be when you're... Call me when you get it in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you're using it on the Edge network? Yes. So my wife has her iPhone. She's happy. Um, we go up north of here for uh, to her brother's house for a graduation party. And the whole family's there. Now, my brother-in-law, who's a diehard PC user and hated all Apple products, about a year ago fell in love with my iPhone. But his wife <laughs> wouldn't let him get an iPhone. They're just too expensive. So he eventually got an, I, uh, an iPod Touch. And now, of course, oh, he wait has, a second. Is yeah. the iPod Touch out of the box cost more. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but the cost of ownership is significantly less. Right, it's one-time yeah. payment. You don't have to keep paying every month. Okay. So now he has an iPhone. Now he got the 16 gig white version. Oh, and so, the by the way, do you know the do you know the white version is sold out almost everywhere over the black one? Yeah, it's because they don't sell, they don't make an, uh, as many of them because in the last generation the black was outselling the white something like six to one. So well, I was wondering if it was because you, they only make the black in the old version. This way, people could show off that they have a 3GS phone. I've got a black one, and so does Guy. Yeah. So uh, David got a white one. We got up I, there to. Uh, it's called Howell, Michigan, is where we went, and my uh, brother-in-law is showing off his 3G iPhone, and it's it's nice. It's no different than mine. He's got the 16, and I've got the uh, 32. So I'm like, hey, mine's better. <laughs> and uh, his is actually the the last generation iPhone. So he got the it 3G. on sale. Yeah, the three G. He got it for one forty nine. 
Oh, that's wow. actually a pretty How do you do that? good price. Because Apple isn't offering the 16 gig 3G anymore. They're just uh, offering the 8 gig. The 8, 8 gig for 3G. 99. Right. And so if there's any, if a store has the 16 gig 3Gs left, 149. Right. That's nice. So, so they're gone. Until they're gone. And so he got a white one. And he really likes it. And he was like, oh, look, we get the 3G network up here. He's just blazing through. And I'm like, sweet, I haven't tried out my new iPhone on the 3G network. So I pull mine out. And no matter what I do, it says, cannot connect to the network. Cannot connect <laughs> to the network. And I'm standing right next to him. I'm like, wait a minute, why is his connecting and mine isn't? So uh, it, it mine's not even showing the edge network. Nothing. I just can't get anywhere. So I call AT&T Sunday because we got in pretty late on Saturday night. And uh, it turns out... Uh, you can't actually talk to anybody on a, on a Sunday except an Apple person, an actual iPhone repair person. Right. So they give me all these things to do and I've already tried all of them, you know, uh, zeroing it out, starting from fresh, blah, 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 blah. It's working fine here as on my Wi-Fi network. But if I turn off Wi-Fi, I can't connect to the edge network at all or the three G when I was in Howell. She says, well, you know, at this point, you're going to have to call AT&T. And I had a feeling I knew what had happened. And I was right. So I get AT&T on the phone Monday. Uh, they switched you to Edge and your wife's to 3G. No. No, that, <laughs> that would have been fine because at least I could have still got the Edge network. I couldn't get anything. They oh. actually canceled my data plan and added her data plan. Oh, for God's sakes. So it cost you less, but you couldn't use your phone. Exactly. Oh, isn't that... Just wonderful. And the lady's going, well, I don't understand why you don't have a data plan. You have to have a data plan if you're on yeah, an I was iPhone. Say, they don't let you not have one. That's pretty funny. She goes, wait a minute. Here's a data plan right here. And I'm like, that's for my wife. Oh, huh. Yeah. What, do you want to add that back on? Yeah, I want to <laughs> add that back on. Please. Are you retarded or something? I was, I was so ticked off. Yeah. Wait, do I want to add that back were, on? You can't have the phone without a data plan, but do you want to add it back on? It was crazy. So I never even got to try the 3G network on my phone because they had turned off my data plan. I was so ticked off. I'm sorry for laughing, but that's funny. <laughs> it's well, pretty I hope typical. They, I hope they prorate it. Well, I asked her. I said, I you mean, guys going to knock only... some money off? And she said it'd be they'd take $2 off. Oh, well, isn't that special? Yeah, thanks. Well, technically, I mean, if there's 30 days in a month and I was without two days without a data plan. But yeah, but there's also, there's also the... I'm totally pissed off because you guys screwed up. You know, do I how about a little something, something? For uh, that? You know, the thing was though, I Guy. wasn't so pissed off. Guy, I was kind of laughing. Guy, we're what? talking about AT and T. They don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I hate well, to do the Lily Tomlin joke, but AT and T is, you know, uh, we're the phone company. We don't care. We don't have to. Well, you know, eventually Apple is going to sell the iPhone through other carriers. And yep. they're going to most likely they're easily going to lose about 50 percent of their customers to whoever this other carrier is going to be because they've acted like dicks for almost the whole time that the iPhone's been out. But, you know, so I, I got to say this and people who know me will think I'm on drugs or have a gun to my head. But we've always thought every, that. every single phone company sucks in its own yep. way. You're absolutely okay? right. I mean, I've had I've been a customer of just about all of them. Uh and it's funny, I used to hate Sprint. When I, I reluctantly went to Sprint because it was my only choice. They used to be the worst there was. And I went there from Verizon, who I thought had the best customer service of any of them. And now I would say it's the other way around. Sprint, you know, got such bad marks for being such assholes when it came to being, uh, 
you know, customer service that they go out of their way. They have this rule now that the customer service agent gets rewarded if they can solve your problem without transferring it in the first call. And it's really made a difference. I mean, they bust their butt to get you fixed, whatever it is. And I'm very impressed by it. Um, but you know what? They used to be the worst. So AT&T was just going through its lousy phase right now and because they can't. Right, you don't have any choice. Was when was when was the good phase again? Yeah, that was a Ma Bell. Remember when it was AT and T? I actually liked AT and T for home service, and before it was AT and T, what was the they bought uh, the one that Pac Bell started? Um, Singular was it Singular? Yes, they they, they were Singular. Singular originally was had the exclusive for the iPhone. And then AT and T bought out Singular. Or right. Am I getting that but wrong? Singular's customer service wasn't bad at, at, in its early days. Because that's who I was with. Yeah, it wasn't bad in its early days. They were pretty good. But I just think AT and T doesn't care right now. They, you know, having worked for a phone company, I can tell you, customer service is an expensive thing to do. So if they know you're going to keep your iPhone no matter what they say for now, you know, I'm sure they're told, yeah. you know, hope people go away. So this is called the geekiest show ever, and. Yeah, the iPhone stuff is pretty geeky, but let's move on to another subject. Oh, okay. Well, I wanted to finish one part on this. Okay. <clears throat> so now I'm thinking about getting this iPhone, right? We mm-hmm. started this discussion. So my wife goes, you know, gee, you know, I've really gotten into Twitter and I've gotten into Facebook lately and I'm doing a lot of blogging. Maybe I'd like an iPhone too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at my cell phone bill going from, you know, a little around $90 to probably around $200 as soon as we decide how to do this. Yep, it gets uh, expensive quick, doesn't it? Well, sixty bucks just for the data plan, and I think the shared minutes is another is another sixty five dollars. You get the family yeah. plan; it's cheaper. Yeah, well, we, I think that's the one. Family plan, five hundred minutes. Five hundred minutes. Cost. Wow. Yeah, we, we're on a family plan, but of course we've got four phones. We've got my wife's, mine, and our two older daughters, and we get fourteen fourteen hundred minutes a month plus rollover. And we always have rollover. I mean, I've literally got like 6,000 rollover minutes right now. You mean you don't throw away your old minutes? <laughs> no, I don't throw them away. Little so kids try to buy them, and I have to smack them. Get away. Mine. My rollover minutes. <laughs> so let's uh, change subjects. And uh, I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about time travel. Something totally – now you guys had no idea what I was going to – bring up there because we had no big plans for the show but well actually i did know that because i'm back in time <laughs> <laughs> darn it you took my joke um make it a two-parter what do you think is was your favorite time travel movie and if you could time travel where would you try time travel to wow start with uh you guy what was your favorite time travel movie do you have one? Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have a, a favorite time travel movie, but I used to really, really dig this this TV show called The Time Tunnel back in the sixties. Oh, I loved that. I never saw and, it. Uh, oh, it was it was. I mean, it was a. Um, oh, who was it? It was the disaster movie guy. That, <laughs> that uh, Irwin Allen. Yeah, Irwin Allen. Irwin it, was, it was an Irwin Allen production, and it was it was really really a good show. Really enjoyed it. It was about two guys, a scientist and his his buddy, and. This, this, the group that the scientist is working for has created this, this time machine, this tunnel. It basically was just like, looked like this big black and white cone, kind of hard to describe. And they end up going back in time, and the, the people in the lab are able to talk to them, but they can't bring them back. 
So they're going to like all these different times and trying not to change history. And yeah, you know, and considering that this was the sixties, <laughs> it was a really, really well done show. It, it, it was worse. So you understand the reason they couldn't bring it back is that that was a government project and they were going to cancel it. And, and, uh, James Darren was the, the yeah. James Darren was, and he was the scientist and he decided to prove that no, it James, worked. D- James Darren was the, uh, the friend. No, no, he was one of the, he was one of the guys who worked on it though. I don't think so. Well, yeah, okay. I, I have this. I have the set upstairs. I'll go play it. He was one of the. I, I own that set. But so he was going to prove that it works. So he starts up the tunnel and runs into it to prove it works. And when they try to retrieve him, guess what? It doesn't work. And so they have to send this his friend back with him, the tall guy, uh, Doug. T- Doug, the guy whose name was Doug. I yeah, remember Doug. Name. Doug. I thought Doug was the uh, the government guy, and James Darren was his buddy. Uh, I don't think so. Well, anyway. He sends him back to save him, and that's when they start. Now, here's the question I have about Time Tunnel. Did you ever find it funny that they never ended up getting switched in time to some place where they could just lounge by the pool? <laughs> no, it was now it was always like, some pivotal moment, you know, right right as history, Napoleon yeah. <laughs> is about to, you know, go to Waterloo, or you know, the, they're in Hiroshima just before the atom bomb is about to get yeah. dropped. They never or got someplace really where they could go. Yeah. Hey, look, we landed on Hawaii, you know. Yeah, hey, how about a Mai Tai? Yeah, let's sit out for a while. It was always, yeah. So I agree with you. Time, time Ford, Ford's, a great... Ford's Theater, just as Lincoln is shot. You know. Okay, so do I have to pick a movie now? Movie or television show, whatever you really liked about time travel. Well, so time travel, I liked a lot. Um, I thought about Sliders because I really liked the show Sliders, but it wasn't Actually, really that time. Was a good, that, was, that wasn't really. That was more of an alternate universe. Yeah, it was an alternate universe. So if I think I have to pick a movie, I really liked First Contact, Star Trek First Contact. That was not um, bad. Yeah, 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 actually, that's a good choice. I thought that was actually a, a reasonably done time. You know, as as I was reading on this other web page, uh, they're talking about the new Star Trek II from Abrams, and they're thinking about bringing Khan back. Um, Star Trek II, the rehash of Khan, I think the joke was. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you know, he did a time travel there as well. But I think I think First Contact, I really liked it. I thought that was a if off the top of my head, I'm sure I could come up with other ones, but that was a good one, and well, I like the Voyage Home was good as well. Which one? The Voyage Home. Voyage Home. Yeah, that was the a Voyage time travel too. one too. Wait, the Voyage Home was time travel. Yeah, they yeah. went back into the 80s. Just oh, that's right. Whale. The, the Transparent whale. aluminum yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. I actually like that one better too than much LDS. I right. forgot about that. That's actually not a bad movie either. I, I think that I would put that one over <laughs> First Contact only because in First Contact. I they went back in time, but it's still, for us, the future. Thus, they could pretty much do whatever they wanted. Whereas right. when the voyage home, I mean, well, obviously. I right. I agree with you. I forgot about voyage home. You're right. That's actually a very good movie, too. I don't yeah, know. I, for me, I don't really have a time travel movie that I would probably say Back to the Future, the first one. Um, about Planet Apes. No, that's, a, that's an alternate timeline, though. Alternate universe and timeline. Well, no. Well, it depends which one you're talking about. If you're talking about the one with Marky Mark, yeah, I think that was an alternate universe kind of thing. The original one, the original <laughs> one, they they go into orbit, something happens, and they come back in the future. Well, right. no, they they were supposed to go to this other planet. It was going to take a really long time to get there, so they go into into hibernation, and for, for whatever reason, the ship turned around and went back to Earth. You know couple of thousand years later and oh is that three how astronauts happened? yeah the three astronauts think they're on an alien world when 
you know, all in all, they actually just ended up back on Earth thousands of years later. Okay. Okay. I don't think there's I, been a really great time travel. I, I, there's been a couple episodes of Doctor Who I thought did it really well, but I don't think anybody's really done time travel right. It's, I love the Deep Space Nine episode, though, where they went back to the, to the episode with oh, the, the Tribble. Yeah. I, I like that in that they filmed it so well in the same kind so well of <laughs> technicolor. And, you know, they, the, the tricks that they used to put the characters in the same scenes with the right. classic Trek characters, I thought that was really well done. Um, but I don't know. There hasn't been, you know, we're still in science fiction here. I don't think there's been any really great time travel movies where, you know, somebody is, for me, it would be, if if I was going to make one, I would make someone go back into, say, uh, gosh, I don't know. I'll take myself, for instance. Uh, I, I go to sleep, I wake up, and whatever I happen to have with me has actually moved back in time with me. I've had that same vision. Wouldn't it so, be great? You'd so be- I wake up and it's 1985. And but you have an iPhone. And I've got an iPhone. Now, if okay, you could so go back into 85 and, and you had an iPhone, dude, it would be freaking magic. Are you kidding me? Especially like a so, 32 gig with half your music library on there. All that and, video. Yeah, all the video. It, of course, you couldn't jump online and do anything because there was no network. No. But still, I mean... You, well, take so that was scenario. TV take that scenario back to like 1962. Oh, this is going to drive me crazy. There's a TV show that just just it, and you guys had the discussion about TV shows recently that didn't play long enough, right? Yeah, one of your old ones. So there's a TV show that was on just recently about this guy who just jumped in time, couldn't control it. Yeah, I watched that, that show and they called? ended it. I can't think of it either, but they but ended he went it way back too in time soon. And had his iPhone with him. Remember? Yes, I do remember. And he, he would like have to keep hiding it because people would keep saying, "What is that?" You know, uh, and he couldn't use his iPhone, but he had it with him. Yep, because it would say no and signal and no signal. I, that, that I always loved that. What was the name of that show? It's going to drive me nuts now. I can't think of it, and I wish they wouldn't have canceled it because it was a great premise. Well, and, right, what, uh, what station was it on? Uh, I think it was a CBS actually. I've been CBS. He, the story was this guy couldn't. He just jumped, and it, it, at it had something to do at random. And it seemed to have something to do with his old girlfriend who also, they discovered, jumped yep. in time. And he would go back to solve a problem. And when he would solve the problem, he would come back forward. And the only person who knew about it was his wife who and his daughter, who actually, I guess, saw her, him disappear once. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and his brother-in-law, worked, who was a cop that didn't believe him at first. Didn't but believe him. Eventually the guy did. Was the newscaster, his boss, I mean, the news, he worked as a newspaper guy. And his boss kept wondering why he kept disappearing, and he'd always come back with these great stories. You know, he solved he solved all these old mysteries because he went back in time. They had one that right. was a, basically a DB Cooper type of story yeah. that he solves. Well, he he went to DB Cooper, wasn't that supposed to be DB Cooper? He met right. <laughs> I don't Although remember if it was actually DB Cooper seven. or it was basically that's who it was, but they didn't actually say it. That but was a that was a great show. It was really uh, well done too. I like the actor. In fact, he was just in some movie where he was. Uh, playing a Scottish guy, and it really messed me up because I know that he's not Scottish because I heard Actually, his real he accent. Is. Is he, he is. He was on a talk show, and he has this huge Scottish brawl. Gra- whatever you say. What's the word I want? You know, Draw. His voice. Is that flash forward? And No. 
And he turns out that's an English accent he he puts on in the show. He's actually that was his real voice you heard. Oh wow, I didn't like it. it. Blew me away when I first saw him. Eleventh uh, Hour. Nope. No. This is going to drive me crazy too. Uh, yeah, I can't think of the name of it, but I really, really dug the show. show. So when you guys were doing your last geeky show about. Uh, you know, shows that ended too early. I was like, going, oh, that's one, that's one. <laughs> well, that's one. I didn't pick that one, honestly, Owen, because uh, a part of me is journeyman. That was it. Um, I w- I'm kind of hoping that maybe it will come back after all. I was hoping to. It was such a great show. Yep. It was uh, really well done. Uh, and, and there was a continuing storyline where he gets shot by this guy. That's and right. then he goes back in time and he meets the guy who's who tries to kill him in the future as a kid. And he's got this abusive father, and it was really well done. I mean, it, Kevin McKidd was the guy's name. Yeah, yeah, it, just a fantastic show, and it, it's unfortunate shows like that that you know makes the the viewer use a couple brain cells. My wife liked my, it. My, it was, my it wife exactly thought it was really what good. You just said this guy kept going back with whatever he had in his hand. He would jump with. Yep. So he went back with his cell, phone, his iPhone. He went back with something else too, and and you know he shows up, and you know it. it he showed up at the newspaper where his father worked, where he works now, to talk to his dad. And, you know, of course, he's got these futuristic things. And people on the street would stare at him like, oh, what's that? You know. But they didn't go far enough. And in, in my vision of something like that would be a character goes back in time and doesn't worry about, oh, I can't change the future. And I can't meet this person and tell him who I am. Any of that BS. If I went back in time from right now and I had my iPhone with me. I would go search out myself in 1985 and say, check this out, dude. And I know my, (laughs) yeah, built this. I know my (laughs) 15 year old self would be going crazy over something like that. That many songs on this little portable device. Um, When you look at what Star Trek had and was able to do with their little communicators, other than reading someone's (laughs) health, we can do all of that stuff now. Uh, and in some respects, we can kind of read their health because we can look online. Think about it. We have this little database in our hand of all this information that's on the World Wide Web, and it's portable. And we oh, could take pictures with this thing. We could take video with this thing. Uh, and by the way, the video on the iPhone is really well done. I mean, it, it looks well, As long good. as there's enough light. Well, that goes without saying. But, I mean, even the HD cameras, if you don't have enough light, they look like crap. But it, it's... It's a miracle little device when you compare it to technology we had just 20 years ago or 30 years ago. You know, think I, I would about like it, to see a movie you done right. Any cell phone? Um, no, not really. My my daughter has a little sliding phone that I don't think I would have been very impressed with back in the day. Well, think about going back to when you were a kid with a calculator to one of today's calculators. Oh, no, I think it would have been cool, but it wouldn't have had the that's freaking magic kind of thing as an iPhone does. I mean, think about it, because the display is just glass. Yeah, I guess it's true. And, you know, you just push this thing, you can pinch the pictures to make them bigger, and you can swipe them. I mean, it would just, it would be amazing. You you would be like, oh, my God, especially the video camera stuff. Think about how big video cameras were in the 80s. That's and true. here, I'm taking video on this little handheld thing, yeah, and I can true. actually edit it right here. Plus, I can also play it back, and you can hear it. I mean, it... it <laughs> It would be, so it's amazing. Pick, what's your pick? Uh, I'd probably say Back to the Future in that 
I just think it was really well done. There was also this movie where this guy was something about he was riding in a motorcycle in the desert and people were chasing him and he ends up going back in time. Um, Remember that one? Yeah, it's I saw it years and years ago and I can't think of what it is anymore. I've I've actually done research online trying to find this and I couldn't find it. Um, the closest I think it might have been Buckaroo Banzai. Oh yes, that was a great show, great um, movie. I, but I don't remember because I haven't seen that movie. After I started doing my research, so I can't see if that's the show that I'm thinking of or not. There was a scene like that because he would, but I, I thought they went to a warehouse where they would jump in time. I, that's just it. I don't remember. I just remember him riding a motorcycle in an er- era that they didn't have motorcycles, and people were like, "What the hell?" So I'd have to ask. One, I'd have to ask. Add one other TV show that I think was I loved for time jumping. And that's Quantum Leap. I was going to say that, but, you know, that wasn't just time travel, though. That was, he was literally possessing the body of somebody. But it was just a great show for for going back in time with partial knowledge. I thought that was even a better kick. He couldn't remember everything. No, but he had a contact, Sam, or no, well, Sam, he was Sam, the other guy. um, Would, (laughs) yeah, I can't think of his name would give him the information on that little stupid computer thing that he was holding that always screwed up. From Ziggy. <laughs> yeah. And he'd, he'd be pushing the buttons, and, oh, Ziggy's not responding right now. It's like, well, yeah, he's running on DOS. Of course he's not. Um, <laughs> and, and then he had to, you know, because he actually jumped into Driving Miss Daisy, which I thought was a... It, that I, that was wasn't that a great episode? <laughs> well, that's how they actually got the movie, wasn't it? Or was it the other way around? I thought that came know. out before the movie came out. I don't know. Well, Morgan Freeman driving Miss Daisy? Yes. Well, but they didn't have Morgan that. Freeman in it, but they did have uh, Tandy or whatever her name is. Uh, Jessica Tandy. Jessica Tandy. She was in it. Um, but it was really it was a really well done movie. That, but Quantum Leap was so a great So he jumped into show. her body? No, into the driver, Morgan Freeman. Driver. And what was interesting, Quantum Leap is one of those shows that actually finished. Yes. They, they actually yeah, wrapped up the series. What was Dean Stockwell's character's name? Yeah. That's going to drive me crazy. I can picture him because uh, Al. Um, Al, yes, it's, <laughs> that's right, Al. Yeah, because the was, first time I because s- they finished the show. It was one of the few shows that finished. <clears throat> yes, although finished with a very sad ending. Um, I don't remember how it ended. To be honest, he jumps to this bar, um, this bar back in time where he meets all the characters he's met. Well, a lot of the characters he's met throughout time, and find and meets all these other jumpers. And the bartender ten they they. Won't say he's a god, but is the guy who's been jumping him, and uh, explains to him why he's doing what he's doing and why he's doing good. And instead of, and at the very end, you see him. He, he goes back to help Al uh, and his girlfriend. Do you remember he jumped into the the into Al early on, and he met his girlfriend yes. who wasn't waiting for Al. So at the very end, he jumps back to that girl again. He explains to her that Al is in a prisoner of war camp and he will return. And to wait for him, and she does, and then he jumps again, and the show ends, and Tex comes up and says, Al married this girl when he got back, and they live happily after ever, and at the very end it says, Sam Beckett never returned home. Oh, that's kind of sad. It is kind of sad, so he continued to leap, you know, but he never returned home, which is kind of a sad ending, Uh, because there was a couple episodes where he went back and he got to be with his wife, and, you know, she was, you know, knew he was doing the right things for the right reason, but... I thought it was a sad ending. It wasn't a happy ever after ending. You know, that's a show that they could easily come out with and do again. Yeah. I, I would be, and they wouldn't have to use Scott Bakula. Uh, I like Scott Bakula, actually. I'm I think not he's saying, a pretty I'm good not, actor. No, no, you misunderstand me. 
I'm I'm not saying that that he wasn't good in the role or that he's oh, not Heather a good jumpers. actor. Just yeah, I mean they they could use other people as other jumpers. I, I think yeah. that would probably work really well. Although I think they would probably point at Journeyman at this point and go, "Oh, we just did a time travel and it didn't work." Yeah, Journeyman was kind of the same idea, except he wasn't jumping into people. No, he was as himself, and yeah. you know it, he never really knew what he was supposed to be doing, other than he would always jump back close to whoever the target was. Yep. Um, but they didn't have it, it Al didn't, to go. Right, it's a thirty-five percent chance that you're here to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think it would work really well nowadays. I think that bring back Firefly. Mm. You guys had mentioned that I heard that. You know, the, the thing with Firefly is, <laughs> I think that the, the window is passed at this point. It's too late. It yeah, is. and the movie wrapped up most of the the questions from the TV show and killed yeah. off a lot of the good characters. Yeah, the the, the 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 pilots killed, the doctors killed. No, the um, doctor wasn't killed. It was the uh, it was the, uh, priest. the preacher, the preacher. That's yeah, what Tim I Reed. Yeah. Which kind of bummed yeah. me out. I was like, oh, I don't know why they killed him. And I couldn't figure out why they killed the pilot off the way they did. I mean, I, I think just for the shock value. Yeah, but it didn't, you I know, I understand you want to wrap it up. but another, I don't think he thought he was going to do any more. Well, and he hasn't. But why kill off that character? He's a really good I character. Know. I was surprised, too. Especially the way they killed him, you know. He lands successfully, and then the thing shoots through his head. You know? Yeah, we well, made it. Boom, a dead. successful successful landing, I guess, is defined by anyone you can walk away from? Correct. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> when, you, when, you, when your engine is out and you're hurtling towards a planet, if you walk away from your spaceship, you've done well. <laughs> the, okay. the only flaw with Firefly that I could point at was the ship was ugly. I mean, it was an ugly ship. Firefly, it was supposed yeah. to be. It, it was. It was a function. You know, the the, the, the whole thing about this about you know, like if you look at Star Trek, you know, the the Enterprise and the Klingon ships and the Romulan ships, they're they're beautiful. They're almost works of art. Whereas with uh, Firefly, and that's and that's not even really so much the the, the Firefly ship itself, but almost all the spaceships that you We're see ugly. in that show. Not so much that they were ugly. Utilitarian. They yeah. were utilitarian. They were meant yeah. to be more functional. Oh, you know, sure. the what you know, if you were in a a large solar system and you were moving cargo back and forth between all of these planets, what type of spaceship would you have? Would you have something like the Enterprise or would you have something like Firefly or some of the Alliance ships? I would in have fact, the Millennium Falcon actually. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, what that, bugged okay. me about the new movie was how polished that the bridge was in the new movie. I, you know, it, the, it, the bridge and the hallways were just incredibly modern polish. Well, yeah, but it, it had to be because the enterprise was brand new, but not, but not, I mean, it didn't, you think about the old series and think about the, even the next generation, which was a brand new ship. They weren't shiny glass. I just thought it was a little overdone to me, but that's another story. Yeah. I, I kind of liked the new enterprise. I thought they did a really good job. That was a beautiful ship. Um, I thought that uh, well, let's let's not start getting into Star Trek again. No. Well, you don't want to talk about a geek a geek moment though. So if you have the movie Firefly, or you have a chance to watch it again. I do. In the production of that movie, watch the opening scene. There is a single take camera shot that tours yeah. the entire <laughs> the entire in, ship yeah, yep. in one take. It's so Beautiful. very cool. It's they basically start off with him walking through, and I wondered how many times they had to do that. But it basically starts from the one end of the ship and goes all the way through and comes all the way back to that end of the ship, hitting every character done in and I and I read about it. It was done in one take. Yeah, well, I mean, because so, it always focused on the captain, because the right. captain was was up with um, 
with Walsh right. as they lose that one piece as they're you know as they're getting ready to 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 break orbit and <laughs> right. you oh, know said, yeah yeah and basically he's saying you know, we're we're about to uh, come to a landing and it may be you know the death of us all and then they he starts to walk through die. the ship and we'll die yeah yeah <laughs> and they start to walk through the ship and you know it was and they never did this in the TV show where you could kind of follow, you know, you could always see the outside of the ship, but it wasn't really clear exactly what the layout was. You've but that op- right, but that opening shot in Serenity really laid out how the ship was built. Yeah, but it, you realize it was a that masterful meant, shot. But you realize that that meant the set had to be the entire ship. Well, inside. not necessarily. No, it, CGI it and green had, screen. It, yeah, it just had to have all the corners. Yep. Right, because it was all done in one take, which is pretty amazing. It's a good. It was a good. It's a good movie. I wish that I would love to see another Serenity movie. We're not going I to. Would, but, no, I don't think we will. Really he said he might, but he hasn't got back to it. Well, you know, it's because he got into this new show, but now the new show got canceled. So what, which what one? Was, what show was that? Dollhouse. Oh, I, I watched. I tried so hard to like. That. I did too. I watched two episodes, and it was just trash. I didn't care about any of the characters. This basically guy, the girl wakes up at the beginning of each episode with no memory of anything. So it's really hard to care about a character who who has no history. And no connection with anybody else. Yeah, and it's like... She basically gets reprogrammed every show. (laughs) Right, and it it was just, I don't know, it it was... It it wasn't a strong female character, and that's what Josh Wheaton is known for. He writes female characters brilliantly. You look at any of the female characters on Firefly, you look at Buffy, and I didn't like Buffy, but still, I mean, very strong characters. Um, and this just didn't have that. I think Josh Wheaton needs to get back to what he's good at. And in this case, I think there's such demand for Firefly stuff that, honestly, get back and do it. Yeah, Elijah Dushuku, is that how you say her name? Yeah. She played in a, in a TV show called True Calling. I don't know if you ever saw that. Um, where she was, uh, she worked in a mortuary or, a, or not a mortuary, um, um, the morgue and she could, people who were dead could talk to her occasionally and they usually said, help me. And when they said that to her, she would get thrown back in time four days, three, four days. Hmm. I never really had, liked her as an actress. I thought she was very good. In kind this, of bland. This, 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 You're talking about the, the girl that was the, uh, the prostitute in Firefly? No, no, the woman who's who played in Dollhouse. Now let's talk about that. The woman who played played the prostitute. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the previews. I know you have, guy, for the new V miniseries coming out. Yeah, she plays. Yeah, she plays the main alien. And she cut her hair. Yeah, she's got short hair. She's Uh, still gorgeous, though. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Her with long hair. I mean, that's the kind of hair you can just run your hands. Yeah, through. they're they're doing uh, a brand new V miniseries, Owen. I loved the original V. It was actually for its time. It was a very good show. I liked the miniseries. I thought the TV show was crap. Yeah, the TV I'm show was crap. Miniseries. I'm talking about the miniseries. They yeah. had two miniseries, didn't they? They had the, the f- two complete miniseries, and then they went into a regular TV series. Yeah, yeah, with Mark Singer and um, I can't think of who was some of the other people. Was uh, Jan Michael Vincent in the in the miniseries? No, I don't think so. I so her who. name is Mor- Morena. Yeah, she's. You should do, do a do a search for V miniseries video, and you'll find the trailer. It looks really good too. I, I mean, unfortunately, we know you know they're aliens and they're reptilian and they're not our friend. 
but still, it looks like kinda, it's pretty good. You kind of knew that in the first one, though, too. Yeah, but it was still kind of a surprise when you first see it. And, they, the, the, you know, if you look back at that, when it came out, what was it, mid-80s, early 80s? Yeah, 1983. Um, I was just looking here. Yeah, 1983, I think you're right, yes. You know, it had this kind of creepiness that you weren't used to seeing on television. It also had pretty good special effects for the time. For the time, ships. absolutely. Oh, yeah. But nowadays, you know, it it doesn't hold up at all. You go back and watch it now, no. and it's like, oh, this is no, it, it's dreadful. It is. Ro- Robert England, England Freddie, Freddie from uh, Freddy Nightmare Kruger and, on Elm yep. Street played uh, Friendly Alien. Yep, I remember him. And uh, yeah. it, it was funny because I remembered him in the show, and then when Friday the 13th came out, and he was the bad guy. I was like, oh, that's the dude from the V. <laughs> I like him. I have to laugh. Do you remember the Outer Limits episode where the uh, the aliens land and they give these guys a book? And they and the book was called How to Serve Man. Oh, and yeah. Everybody thinks <laughs> they're there to be to be uh, their friends you know, and helpful friends and everything. And they're putting all these, all these earth people on their spaceship. They think they're going to take them back to show them their planet. And at the very end, this guy comes running up and goes, it's a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> That's what V was, right? They were stealing humans as food. Well, not so much. They were, they were trying to basically take all of our natural resources. Yeah. They wanted they, our they water. Were, they, were and... storing, they were storing people on the spaceships for food. Well, we're tasty. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I think um, because, you know, they only ate live prey like reptiles do. And they, could, they couldn't open their mouth big enough to swallow an entire human. I don't remember, to be honest. I mean, that, that was 25 years ago, and my memory's pretty hazy. And quite honestly, I'm not going to invest the time to watch that miniseries again. I will watch the new one. That's got my interest. I'm going to well, watch I'll that. I'll give it a chance. Um, so here's but, what it says. But to Wikipedia. be honest, when I was when I first heard about the new Battlestar Galactica series, I was very, very skeptical because I remembered how badly the other one had ended after just you – know, they had one sort of decent season and then a second one that was just dreadful. Yep. Although and, the very last episode was phenomenal of the original series, The well, Hand of God. Yes, the but they- are, you, there's, you have to remember that there was only – one season for Battlestar Galactica. The second season was that just god awful Galactica nineteen eighty, where they had the I, guy from Adam show. Twelve. Yeah, forget that. That's that, that's forget that, show. that doesn't that even count. It was just awful. Yep. So guy, when they said is, they were, go ahead. This is from Wikipedia. The true purpose of the visitors' arrival on Earth was to conquer and subdue the planet, steal all the Earth's water, and harvest the human race's food. Okay, leaving well, only I, a few I, as slaves. Yeah, I just read that too, but it, it doesn't make any sense if all they eat is live prey. Well, they yeah, can rip Same. people apart slowly and digest them. Um, yeah, anyway. I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of good stuff on television right now. Unfortunately, you know, being the summer, like, we got to kind of wait for the really good stuff to come back. So let's well, go they, there. they canceled. They canceled up. Terminator. Yeah, and that kind of bums me out because there were some really great episodes this year in the second season. Sarah Connor? Yeah, and the, yeah. Ver- oh, the very last one where he, really he actually jumps ahead in yep. time. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't seen it yet. Don't That's where they ended. Well, I'm not going to say me. anything more than that. But they- Let's go back to Battlestar for a second. Uh, I was very dubious about Battlestar, especially when I found out Starbucks going to be a woman, and I thought, ugh. And the Cylons look human. Ugh. Just not for me. And I didn't watch it. And then, uh, of course, all the the reviews come out, and it's 
phenomenal. Everyone's just loving it. I still held off. And what I did was I held off watching it at all until the series was completely over. Oh, really? Yep. And then I watched Wait, all of it. Wait a minute, you over until they did the final, final episode. Yes, yep. And then I watched all of them. I had a marathon over like uh, two months where yeah. I was watching Battlestar. And uh, I have to say, it was so good. I Very mean, well done. So uh, I actually liked the Starbuck character. I thought she was Oh, great. I did too, but I didn't want to like it because, to me, Dirt Benedict was always, you know, Starbuck. I know. Well, she kind of had his character down. I, she did. You know? But I, although I, I got to admit, the ending, and I won't do spoiler alerts here either, the ending bothered me because... Yeah, it did me too. They didn't answer, they didn't answer the question about her. They just sort of punted. Yes. Well, she was dead. Well, and not really. Was she? Yeah, she died. Yeah, but she came back. Exactly. So, well, how did she come hand, back? Hand, hand of God. Well, because no, because she was a Cylon. Was she? They didn't answer. I don't, I don't they left. They said there was eight Cylons. They only officially revealed seven. Right. And then the five. Well, there, there, no, there was, the seven there was three. There, there, there three. was. Three and five, eight, yeah. yeah. They didn't say she was a Cylon, although but, I had my doubts. But, but she comes back in a new ship that's all fixed, and it's the one that leads them to the Earth that's not the Earth kind of thing. So we've just ruined this for anybody who hasn't seen this. So, Oh, I'm sure. Uh, if, if they were interested at all, they've seen it by now. If they're listening to this show, they've Unless seen it. Unless they're Tim. On. Although the part that I did like was when they jump ahead, like, what, uh, 2,000 years? And they're oh, yeah. basically and it, on a modern-day Earth, and the two Cylons are walking around, and they're like, wow, look at that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. uh, that I thought that was really well done. Um, Everything that's happened before will happen again. Yeah, I I thought it was really I, I thought it was great. I thought Dean Stockwell's character initially was more of a, a, a guest star type of thing. I had no idea yeah, that he, he was, was gonna, the priest. Yeah, I thought you know he, oh, he's just a guest star, and then he turns out to be like the main Cylon guy. But uh, and I did like ambitious. well, yeah, uh, I did like <laughs> the fact that. They did throw a bone to the old crowd like us and show a centurion every now and then. And they look badass. Remember when they. Oh, you haven't seen Caprica yet, have you? No, and I've got that uh, on my uh, Apple TV to watch, and I just haven't watched it yet. It's, it's, you will like it. Oh, I, I know I will, it. and I, I just don't, got burned out of watching. No. Yeah, I haven't watched watch any of the Battlestar with the kids. Um, I just got burned out of. You know, I watched the whole thing. Oh, and yeah, I probably yeah, finished it like three okay, well, months the thing, ago. The thing with Caprica is y- you really have to give it some time because it yes. starts very slowly. I, I understand that, and I will. And it's only a two-hour show, so yeah. it's not going to be that big That's of a deal. It's supposed to be a series, but I don't know if they'll ever make it or not. Well, you know, this is my problem with it becoming a series is you already know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, there's no mystery so involved. there's no suspense. Right. Well, wait. That's like saying the new Star Trek movie was... You already know what's going to happen. But no, because they—they—it's no. a different timeline. It is now, yeah, I guess. It was but in the whole movie. The, from, as soon as as soon as uh, Kirk's, Kirk's father is, was killed. Yep, that's a whole that, brand new timeline. That, that, but that so you started, can make the same argument for the Star Wars movies, right? Well, you, the first three, and I think it was proven happen. out. I think those yeah. movies sucked. I think the first three Star Wars movies, Episode One, Two, and Three, blow compared they're, to the you know to the four, other five, ones and six. They do. I agree, but they're still okay. Yeah, they, instead of instead of going back to the beginning, you know, or either that, or just have one movie yep. that wrapped up the events of the first three, and then go past that 
to where it's, you know, Luke and Leia and Han and all them, you know, 20, 30, or however many years later. Yep. But it had but, to be 30 years later. Give well, them another adventure. Point, yeah. It's slated for the new Sci-Fi Channel, spelled S-Y-F-Y. Yeah, okay. Would someone explain to me why the Sci-S-C-I space F-I channel had to become the Sci-Fi S-Y-F-Y channel? No clue. Somebody in marketing said, gee, what a great so, idea. So what's slated for that? Uh, Caprica slated for January 2010 on the on the on the sci-fi you, channel. You, you know, it'll probably be good. Let's be honest, but I, I'd rather something different. Honestly, um, you know what's really good, and I know we've talked about this before in the past on this show on the Sci-Fi Channel, and uh, that's Eureka. They've had, oh, yeah. oh, they've had three this month, three this series month. That starts in a week, right? Yeah, in a week or two, yeah. That that has been one of my favorite shows over the last few years. It's just so well done. Yeah, that was a show that my wife kept going on and on about, and and you know, my wife and I have have very different tastes in entertainment. So when she started talking about how great this show was, you know, because she was also a big X Files fan, which you know, you other than other than a couple of episodes, I, I never really cared for. I'm with but, you there, but. When when I actually sat down and, and saw one or two of the episodes of Eureka, I was like, you know what? This this is really friggin' good. It is. It's, it a, is it's a fantastic show. It comes back July 10th. Excellent. Oh, so a week from now. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it again because I love it. It's it's in, right now it's within my top five shows. My number one you show is Rescue Me. I haven't watched it. I heard you talk about I have about not that. watched that show. And you guys got to start at the very beginning because so much happens that influences everything that you're seeing now. It's not on, it's not on uh, iTunes. No, but uh, I guarantee if you get a program. Yeah, I know. I know how to do that. Uh, on a Mac, uh, I'd probably get XTorrent. And, uh, but I, I, I've got that. I, but I, I really... I really don't like to do that. I don't either, you know, but, you I know... Would rather, if, I would rather pay for it, and it, it well, really... Go buy the DVD. Go buy the first series, season one, and watch it. And I guarantee you, you will love Rescue Me. It's so... It's it's just fantastic. Every character is real. Every, That's me, Owen. It's just a great show. Yeah, we lost Owen. Uh, I don't know if he hung up because he had a phone call or he probably hit. He was probably trying to hit the mute button and, and accidentally hung it up. Yeah, yeah. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you, you accidentally hung it up, didn't you? I, hit, I went to hit the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say, Tim? That's did a, I call I went, that? Yep. Did oh, I call that? Yeah, that's what that's what guy just said. He probably went to hit the mute button and he hung uh, up. As I as I clicked on the mouse pad, I went. Shit. <laughs> well, I tell you guys what, go out and get the first season of Rescue Me and watch it, and then tell me if it's not one of the best television shows you've seen in a long time. Uh, intelligently written. Uh, number one, I like Dennis Leary. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I just, I, well, I listen to, he's got a new book called Why We Suck. Huh. And uh, I was going to buy the book, but I like Dennis Leary, and I knew he actually did the unabridged audio for this book and i thought you know what i'd rather hear dennis leary rather than read dennis leary and uh it, it's it's such a good book but i so i like dennis leary so i was predis predisposed to like the show but is beyond huh is it on hulu? um i think it is actually i don't know if all the old episodes that's the thing with hulu they're very inconsistent some shows some series they'll have every episode 
Others they'll have some full episodes and then clips. So what's it about? Yeah, okay, you're 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 talking way far away from the mic. Sorry, what's it? I was looking at my screen to see if it was on there. So what's it about? Basically, firefighters in New York. Yeah, that's that's the premise of the show. They they so all. You're right. Yes, right. Okay, got it. I did the picture. Just jumped in my head. Okay. And uh, it's just man, it's, it's this one of these shows that is written very intelligently, and yet it, it can appeal to the lowest common denominator viewer. Um, major things happen every single season that you don't see coming that you think the characters will never recover from this, that this is literally the end of this character. I don't know how they're going to survive this, um, (laughs) or how other characters are going to survive what happens. It's just, it's phenomenal. And adding marks. We'll see if I can find, go get it and watch. They started this season. This is the fifth season late because of the writer's strike. And because of that, they're actually doing 24 episodes this year, which is wow. like, yeah, which for FX is fantastic. Okay, so I have another show that's very silly that I watch now that I like. Do you watch Big Bang Theory? Oh, uh, I love that. I, I've watched episodes, and I like it every time. The problem is I always forget when it comes on, and my wife Monday, hates it. Monday, Monday nights, I think, isn't it? Is it Wednesday or is it Monday? Monday, 8 o'clock. <laughs> Say again, I'm sorry. Monday at 8 o'clock, and that's one of those shows that I end up having to find alternate ways to watch it because I've got Taekwondo on Monday nights, and I don't get home till about quarter after, and I don't want to watch. start watching it halfway through. Oh, guys, I've got another uh, time travel thing for you. Okay. It's not really time travel, but it is. It takes place in Earth's past, but the, the character isn't an Earthling, but it's called Outlander. And uh, it, it, a movie? With, yeah, is that with Sean Connery? No, no, no. Um, it's no, got, that was Outland. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, Outlander is uh, this this guy in a spaceship crashes on Earth, and it's during the time of like Vikings, and um, that's kind of the premise of the movie. He he's kind of I don't want to give too much away. Uh, it, basically, this the sci-fi dragon type of thing is on the planet with him, and it kills people. This is a very gruesome movie, by the way. You don't want to watch this with kids around at all. Um, but it was actually really well done. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. Even after about 10 minutes, I was like, ugh, I don't know. But then I just kept watching and watching and watching, and it was over. And I was like, I kind of enjoyed that. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> kind of snuck up on me there. Um, but I, I like it. I thought it was pretty good. It was time travel though. No, no, he just landed on earth's past. Yeah. He's, he's, he's somebody, but he's human basically. Yeah. Okay. And he, he comes from uh, an advanced civilization and he lands during, you know, the Viking time and it's just really well done. He has to learn the language and, Uh. and this little beam of light shoots right into his brain and it teaches him the local languages in like five minutes. And it hurts like hell. I mean, he's like, oh, you know, because all this data is being shoved right into his head. Um, but it was really well done. I, I, I liked the end of the movie. Uh, it was, I thought that was well done. Um, the whole thing it was just really fantastic. Uh, did you see the movie Frequency? I did not. No. That's the one where uh, the kid can hear his dad over the uh, walkie-talkie. From oh, the past. his dad has been dead for like a long time or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that same guy's in that movie. But that is actually kind of, it's not really time travel, but he can talk to his dad in the past. Uh, that was really well done. I thought that was another time travel-ish type of movie that I enjoy. But Just saw a movie just recently, and I can't seem to find it. I thought it was called Red Mars. And one of those movies that I, when I originally heard about it, I said, oh, that sounds awful. And I happened to see it on HBO the other day. Wasn't that was with, that, like, Val Kilmer or something like that? This is the one about they go, uh, a Mars probe has a, a group of people have crashed, and they think they're all dead, and they go up to Mars to find out why they're, what happened to them. Um, and it's just a very well done sci-fi movie. Is that is uh, Val Kilmer in it? No, I know the one you're thinking about. That's the one with that killer robot. The one you're thinking about, which I think was called Red Planet, wasn't it? Yeah, yes, that was yeah, horrible. Yeah, that was it. Which it and wasn't that. Was that but, but this one was, you know, this one is basically they go up there and they find on this one they find something on Mars, and it's the stories about what they find on Mars, and it's very. It was an interesting movie. You know, I'm always surprised by movies I thought looked terrible, and then you watch them because you're just sort of lazy on a Saturday afternoon, and you go, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, Plart, uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop was like that for me. I was like, oh, I, that's going to be just a oh, mall cop. stupid Somebody movie. Good. And then was, I watched it, and I laughed a lot in that movie. There was a sci-fi flick with, uh, it had the guy that played the Human Torch in Fantastic Four, and the guy that played... Um, Push. Sorry? Is it called Push. No, 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 no. It was, uh, the, he was in uh, Batman Begins. I uh, uh, was the doctor in Batman Begins. Okay. And it was like the eternal sunshine of, ah, God, I can't even remember, where they have to go and kind of restart the sun. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It looked hokey. Oh, God. I, I actually watched like three quarters of it and and just had to turn it off. I mean, and it... it <laughs> a movie has to be really, really bad for me to devote that much time to it and still turn it off. But I the did. joke I used to say is it was I saw in an airplane it was so bad I almost walked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's that's a bad movie. <laughs> Mission to Mars. That's what it's called. It's a two thousand movie. Oh, I saw that. I didn't like it. I thought it was boring. The first man Mission to Mars meets with catastrophic and mysterious disaster. A rescue mission is launched. It's just they're on that ship forever, and oh, it, it was, was boring. A long on the. But did you like 2010? 2010. Yes, I did. Did you like the sequel to 2001, 2010? Oh, I never watched it. See, that was another movie I liked that a lot of people didn't like, but I thought it was a very well done. They had sequel. the guy from Jaws in it. Um, yeah, he played uh, the doctor, right? Yeah. Um, oh, you guys want to, talking about geek stuff, have you guys hey, seen Fanboys yet? We probably should get back to that. Well, we're going to wrap up the show in a second. This is all ah. Have you guys uh, seen Fanboys? But I haven't watched it yet. Oh, dude, it's so funny. I know the, Shatner's got a, a good role in it. He does. He's got a very funny role. It's a very short one, but it's very good. Um, I don't this film. I, I'm just reading on it here, but yeah, he, it's about these three guys that want to see the oh, Star Wars before it's yeah. released. They have this and so van. They break into Skywalker Ranch or something. They have this van that's kind of tricked out as a cross between an X-Wing because it's got R2's head at the top of it. <laughs> and uh, when he stomps it, you, it sounds like the Minoan Falcon. And uh, they, they kind of invade this uh, this Trekkie convention. And, of course, they hate the Trekkies because they're Star Wars fans. And uh, uh, it's Dude, it's hilarious. It's, it's well, really well done. The cover art is phenomenal. Oh, it's, it's better. That's what got me to watch it. But I kept thinking this is probably not going to be that good. I cracked up through the whole movie. 
That was one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. So anybody listening to this show, I have it, but I got I haven't watched it. Yet. Anybody listening to this show, I guarantee you, you will like Fanboys. It's one of those movies that it, it's just hilarious. See if it's on there. It's it's well worth watching. I guarantee it's you, on you like it. I don't have a device, but I have my Voodoo, and it has a lot of films on it, so I bet you I can find it up there. You know, there's a lot of movies that kind of look good to me that's like kid movies that I end up watching, like Monsters vs. Aliens, thinking, oh, this might be kind of cute. And then you watch it, and your kid likes it, and you're like, well, this is just absolute crap. This is horrible. It looks like Monster House. Yeah. Did you see Monster House? Yeah, I saw part of it, and I stopped watching because it was just horrible. Yeah, my kids wanted to see that. Yeah, fanboys. Yeah. I took my kids to see that, and you know they were, you know, I guess that was what four years ago, something yeah. like that, and they were just like watching it, like it was the greatest thing ever. And I'm just sitting there thinking, God, is this over yet? <laughs> it's a, it's a very rare movie that kids can like and adults can like. Up does a very good job of that. Up is yes, so great. Well, so did Toy Story and Shrek. Well, and- pretty much any of the the Pixar movies, and Shrek is. Uh, another one that's really good, but although that starts to get dated pretty quick because they do a lot of pop culture references in it. Yes. Did you see it in 3D? Yes, I did. I did. And, and how much did it cost to go see it? It was uh, the same price here. Yeah, about $10. We were, ju- we were just in L.A. for the whole week, and then we were down near um, Grauman's Chinese Theater with the huge crowd around Michael Jackson's star, by yeah. the way. Yeah, right. Which is really amazing to see. The, the news in L.A., everything was preempted for Michael Jackson news, which is really amazing. Well, and, you know, the thing is, a year ago, all those same people would have been going, yeah, he's washed up, he's a has-been. Yeah, I know. But anyway, now, so... We, it, it takes him dying to get any kind of fame back again. Across the street, Up was playing, but they wanted, like, $18 to see it during the middle of the day. Yeah, it's You're crazy. Kidding. That's and I just, put, I, I just couldn't get the... But for $26, you could get a VIP pass that included popcorn, a drink, and priority seating. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. This is L.A. for you. I mean, it's And just like, they wonder why theaters are dying all over, the, all over the country. And, you know, it's there, not that movies are bad. It's just they cost too much. you got to deal with there was idiots. No one there. there was no one there. It started in like, in like 20 minutes, and I said, how crowded is it? And she goes, we haven't sold any tickets yet. I said, it's $18. That's why you're not selling any tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's she a great just movie, looked at though. you and said, yes, sir. Thank I, you, I sir. think it's probably one of Pixar's very best. I want yeah. to see it. I read a review that said... Certainly, Don't certainly their, best, their best since Finding Nemo. I think story-wise, it's better than Finding Nemo. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I, Find, Finding, Nemo, Finding Nemo just hit the mark on so many occasions. But, you know, the Up, I think, is more of a guy movie. Well, it could be. Have you seen Up? Me? I have not yeah. seen yeah. Oh no. yeah. Oh yeah. We I saw it in 3D. Yeah. So I, I like the 3D aspect. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. And, but and it wasn't overdone. No, it wasn't, and that was the key. I didn't yes. want 3D. And you know, half the commercials they show before that's in 3D. It's just like 3D. This, this, this. Everything's jumping out at me. I was like, that'd give me a headache. Yeah. And then <laughs> up comes on, and it's a very subtle. I mean, there's some stuff that comes out at you, but, but most but of like, it's just very subtle, and it just adds depth to it. Right, where the scene the scene where he's dangling from the house and he's and he's kind of swinging back and forth. Yeah, well done. You know, very well done. Yeah, and so it wasn't the, it wasn't like Jaws 3D. <laughs> no, it wasn't a movie that was made to make a 3D movie. It was a right. movie that they made. They said, you know, we could apply some of this stuff and make it a 3D movie, or at least you know enhance certain parts. So of my it. wife asked, "Is it 
worth it to go to find yes. it in 3D and see it? Yes, um, it is. Well, actually, you know what? If it costs more, then I would say you know that that's kind of a personal. You're not going to enjoy it anymore because it's in 3D. Let me put it that right. way. That's the, right. That's the question. But, okay. While, but you're but not going to see it de- in the theater it while it's still there. Yeah, yeah it's well, it's I mean, worth I, seeing. Find down the street, but it's not in 3D. Yeah, it's it's uh, worth seeing. Go see go see it just because it's a good movie. Yeah, you'll love it. It's really well done. So with that, and uh, I'm sure we so can keep up, going. Up now? Yeah, we're we're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, if you show ever sponsored by Pixar, go see up in the theaters right now. <laughs> if uh, you guys like this show and you haven't listened to our other show, it's called the MyMac.com podcast. Basically, the beginning of the show when we talk about iPhones. That's kind of what the MyMac show is about. <laughs> speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking yeah. of iPhones, go ahead, Owen. Give I a just, pitch. I just want to plug people. If you want to program, you want to learn to program the iPhone. Uh, Edison Labs www.edisonlabs.net We've just offered, we're offering classes now in about four new cities. Uh, it, we have great classes. We've got great reviews. They're taught by people that used to work at Apple and have been iPhone developers for a long time. And I hate to sound cliche, but I'm not just the, right. a company member. I'm actually a graduate. And Thank you, Carl <laughs> I walked into the class. I didn't have a clue how to program on the iPhone. I walked out. I'm writing apps now. Four days. It was just awesome. So, uh, www.edisonlabs.net. There's actually a link on the mymac.com homepage. Yep. Cool. Uh, if you know someone who's interested in taking a class, we have it in a bunch of new cities. So check it out. So with that, we're going to wrap up Geekiest Show Ever. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please give us a rating. Go Jeez. up there and rate the show. Do a little review. Let us know what's good, what's bad, what you'd like to see changed, uh, that sort of thing. Subscribe to the MyMac podcast as well. Same kind of uh, show. Other than, you know, we talk same more kind of, of people. Yeah, well, it's exactly the same people. <laughs> and send us feedback at feedback at mymac.com. And we'll see you again in two weeks.